this is Curly and Kansai, a podcast about us two and now three curly-headed girls living in the Kansai area of Japan. Yay! <laughs> that so, was my catalog safe, Japan. Thank you. <laughs> the last episode, she was like, Nippon. I was trying to get in the Olympian spirit, you know. Anyway, I'm Ayanna. <laughs> I'm Elise. Wow, can you be a little more? <laughs> we have a guest today. I'm Aline. And we have... Carla. Carla. Yay! She's our friend. She actually lives in a far area in Kobe, so mm-hmm. thanks for coming out today. Oh, uh, no, thank you. Okay. So before we get into you know, talking about her life, we're going to do a recap of last episode. Last episode was Notable Hafus of Afro Descent. Mm-hmm. And let's look at the comments from YouTube. Sweet. Neo Shaman Fulgurant, I think is how you pronounce it, mm. yeah. <laughs> said, Jero is a hafu I know first, and I like to point to point out about him because it surprises people. His look clashes with when he's starting to sing. I don't know if you know him. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He was really famous in Japan for a while. He's kind of not so famous anymore. Chris Hart kind of took his shine. Really? Yeah. I feel like he did. I think he did. Because oh. he, he's, he's the black guy that sings now, mm-hmm. and it's not Jerry. Right. <laughs> I remember, because Chris Hart came out maybe like three years after I came to Japan. Yeah. Mm. And our friend, well, my friend Mary, you remember her? Yes, 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 yes. yes. She knows him oh, personally. Okay. So, yeah, I tried to tweet him, and he didn't, oh, didn't tweet that. <laughs> anyway, next is from Aisha Thomas. Can read? Hey, girlies. I hope you enjoy Black Panther, and I hope the film gets a big response in Japan. We do, too. Mm -hmm. Um, As for the netizens of Miss Japan, that negative BS happened in England and France when mixed heritage people have won the title of Miss England and France. And also, I think there are four black Japanese performers, people in exile. Yes, so Weird Chick 216 said Exile Tribe has the four of Ellie Likia. You know, I, I don't know exactly. We should have had Michelle Hill for, right. here for this. Nesmith and Mendy. Yes. And they're all also on, like, other separate bands that are, like, exile. Yeah, it's extensions, extensions of exile. <laughs> I do know of them. They are on a lot of Japanese right. variety TV shows that I watch. So I, like, know of them. Yeah. And people make fun of them for, like, not speaking English, even though they're, like, of, you know, American descent or whatever. Oh, and, are they but they're very. Most of them are American. Um, I know Nesmith's parents. I think were American. I think Mindy's were Nigerian. I think his parent, his dad, was Nigerian. Okay. So, but uh, you know, for Japanese people, they're supposed to speak English because mm-hmm. they're not Japanese. Right. And well, hmm. Okay. Yeah. I had no idea. I know Mendy doesn't speak any. He can't sing. No, he can speak English, but he can can't he? sing. I remember because when I was like watching TV a lot, mm. he's a good dancer and he's actually like really tall and like good looking. Yeah, he is. And he's a cutie. They were trying to do like some special where they had to sing. It was like Bonchi, Bonchi Contesto. Oh. Like, is that the right word? Bonchi? Bonchi. I said Bonchi. Like tone deaf? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, what is Bonchi? I don't know. I was like, maybe it's a bonfire. <laughs> or maybe me, like, mm, yeah, sure. I it was a word. <laughs> I didn't, we didn't want to steal your I don't know. <laughs> My Japanese gets confused so easily. <laughs> and I remember this girl on Twitter is like, Ayana, your, your Japanese is perfect. Like, when was the last time I tweeted in Japanese? Though? Anyway. <laughs> and Onchi Contesto, mm. and he was like one of the worst. Oh, oh wow. And she was like, Tonga. Really? Yeah, I want to see this. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Um, let's move along to our main topic. Mm. So we're going to talk about uh, 
being a woman in Japan. And I wanted to have this topic because actually on March 8th, it's International Women's Day. So that means,、um, what does that mean? It means women are awesome. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so、um, I, I looked at the website internationalwomensday.com,、mm-hmm. and just to quote, they said, with the World Economic Forum's 2017 Global Gender Gap Report, findings telling us that gender parity, which I just learned today, parity is a state of condition of being equal, especially as regards to status or pay.、Mm-hmm. Learning new things every day.、Um, telling us that the gender parity is over 200 years away. There has、oh. never been a more important time to keep motivated and press for progress. And with global activism for women's equality fueled by movements like Me Too and Time's Up and more, there's a strong global momentum striving for gender parity. So I figured, hey, why don't we talk about that before you know, March 8th comes? Woohoo! Let's so, do it. We're actually recording this episode a little early, so we are not going to be talking about Black Panther. That's why we're talking、mm-hmm. about. <laughs> It's not out yet. It's not out yet <laughs> for us. us March 1st. <laughs> so, we're going to talk about being a woman in Japan.、Mm. So, let's talk about our experience. So, in public, what do you think being a woman is like in Japan for you? In public?、Mm. Just like walking around, transportation, shopping. I guess, yeah, compared to America, because you get catcalled and stuff, right? Sometimes right. in the US. But in Japan? Not really, yeah. I feel like.、Um, You kind of, you're, I feel like in Japan, you're kind of expected to like behave a certain way in public, like walk a certain way or like look a certain way. Like, I know like sometimes if I walk funny, like I tend to sometimes have like this boyish walk, you know, where my legs are kind of like outward, <laughs> you know? And like some people will like look at me like, really? What are you doing? Yeah. So, do you,、okay. when you're walking around, do you actually look at people like often? Yeah, all the time. How are you? <laughs> hell no. I really? I don't look at people. I ignore the hell out of everybody. A lot of times I'm not sure what people are looking at when, if they're looking、really? at me. Yeah. I'm always aware of what, what people are looking at because I'm always staring at everybody else. <laughs> you creep. I am. So you're staring at people and then you see them looking back at you. Oh, yeah. Do you have staring contests with people on、yes. the train? <laughs> and how long, like, what's your longest staring contest? <laughs> probably, oh man, actually, I did have a pretty long, like, stare off with this man on the train who was on the women's only train. Oh, yes. And he、funny. was staring at me first. So I stared back at him and I swear we were staring at each other for like 10 seconds. I'm pretty sure. And then he looked down. And then he kept like looking back up at me. But I'm like, I kept staring at him. <laughs> like, that, doesn't make you, that doesn't make you feel weird because when I like catch eyes with people,、mm-hmm. it, I get my insides. It's like,、mm, it just feels weird. I mean, it does, but like, I don't know. I think it really depends. Like, some days、mm. are good, some days are bad. That's true. You know, some、That's、days、true. I'm like, just don't look, just stop looking at me. And some days I'm like, Yeah,、like、I, guess, I guess. I、oh, guess. The time that we went to that nightclub, the new one, and that dude、mm-hmm. was staring at me, I was just like, like, I thought he was going to say hi. I'm just like, I'm not going to say hi? All right. <laughs> But that was a nightclub situation. Yeah, so yeah. I thought he was going to say something. Yeah. But like in the train or something、mm-hmm. where it's like close quarters, I'm like, nah.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, when it's like really super crowded, I won't. I don't. Bother staring, but if it's like when I'm going out late、mm-hmm. at night and when there's like not a lot of people, I, I like you know take a moment to check out who else is on the train. Sometimes,、mm. sometimes, yeah, it depends. If I'm feeling myself that day, I'll be looking at everybody,、mm. I'll be like, Oh, look at me,、mm-hmm. I know I look good too. <laughs> I think one for me when I'm like walking around 
I mean, I'm not so girlish, I think, in Japanese sense. Mm-hmm. And I, I, like, walk with a purpose, I feel. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, and then also, I don't look, I don't think I look friendly. <laughs> really? You look friendly to me? No, by myself. Oh, like, okay. when I'm walking by myself, I'm just like, especially, like, in the morning, I'm, like, late to work. I'm, like, uh, fucking running. Yeah. I'm like, <sighs> <laughs> um, sometimes I feel eyes on me, but I don't know if they're actually staring at me, so... I mean, that's just, like, being foreign, not necessarily being... That's true. Yeah. That's true. It's hard to tell what... Sometimes it's hard to tell. Other times it's very obvious. Mm -hmm. When they start doing this to their Mm -hmm. friends, it's like, okay, I know you're talking about me because I am... Different. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's really obvious. How about, like, um, when you go to a restaurant and you're with, like, your guy friends or your husband or maybe... Yeah. Okay. Well, it, the staff tend to ignore the hell out of you, and they just talk to the guy first, because obviously oh, yeah, the guy do. does everything. Even yeah. though Shota immediately looks at me and is like, "What do you want to do? I don't know. I don't know why she's asking yeah. me." He doesn't know. Yeah, I have yeah. noticed that they do do that. If you are going to be with a man, they like don't even bother talking to you. They always talk to the men. What should? Well, what would you like to order? And they'll pass him the 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 chat or the um the bill and everything. Like they won't even bother like looking at you at all. Mm, I yeah. see. The interaction is very man to man. True. Okay. What about work environment? Work environment. Because you've worked like, in quite a few different yeah, industries. Yeah. So. I think it depends on where you work, but I feel like. <laughs> like in a couple of well I feel like in a lot of English teaching there's because in Japan obviously like who isn't an English teacher I'm an English teacher and a couple of companies where I've worked at I've noticed that men tend to um, behave like they know more than you and so um, I, I don't know like I don't know how to like really explain it but even the management will often like put the men up on a pedestal and like they tend to have lead positions Mm -hmm. versus the women and it's just it's so aggravating um but i really think it depends on where you work but that's definitely what i've experienced so like you you worked at a um a nightclub yeah and was that difficult with the men there or is it um i wouldn't say I don't know. I think um, you de- you will definitely face like sexual harassment, um, even amongst your coworkers. Definitely, like almost every day, I faced it. My boss, really? oh yeah, my boss even did it to me. Um, especially if they, it, it's a nightclub, they mm. get drunk as well. So you know they be like, oh Carla, you know you should, oh you know you want to show us your boobs or oh you know <laughs> you want to show yes. us your boobs. Or no, they'll like, or they'll be like get so drunk. Oh where are you, are you going somewhere tonight or. You know, do you want to go to my place? I've had, like, two of my coworkers say that to me. And I'm just like, dude, chill. Like, It's not that kind of it's not that kind Yes. Of thing. No. Can you, like, knock the soberness out? Like, come on. Stop being drunk. But, yeah. I that's think, a daily yeah, thing. That's, yeah. like, in a, at a nightclub, yeah. And oh. most of my coworkers were men. It was, like, me and two other women yeah. who worked there. So mm-hmm. it, was, it was pretty intense. Mm. How about for you, Elise? Okay. Let's see. When I worked as an English teacher, my manager was a dude. Um, I don't know if he's going to watch this. So I don't want to <laughs> say anything to me. Okay. But he was, he was a nice guy. Um, definitely felt he was right, like just coasting along in life, though. 
he didn't really. Oh, I'm about to get into like <laughs> Waduguchi. So I'm just, he was a nice guy. Oh. But I felt like some of the women that I met might have been um, more qualified mm-hmm. or more motivated in terms of like improving the English teaching yeah. style or system. Um, I just, yeah, like you say, some guys just, they're just, they're in those positions because they're men. Mm-hmm. And other men hired them to be there. Um, my current job, most of the men are also, they're still in positions of power. But it's a small company, right. so I and a lot of the people that are in those positions of power were there when the company formed. So that mm-hmm. I get because they were they were like the original members. So okay, right. yeah, that that makes sense. But um, I think my company now is a bit more open. They don't seem to be like well, they're also not mostly Japanese, so they're invitingness. What do you say? How do you say it? Their openness. Okay. Um, makes more sense. It's more, it matches the progressiveness that you see in outside of Japan okay. more so than what is inside of Japan. So my current job now, I don't feel limited. Sometimes I feel people try to box me in as the angry black chick sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I'm not angry because I'm black. I'm angry because you don't know how to do your job. <laughs> yeah. That's a completely different thing. Right. And luckily, I feel like my department guy understands that because when he gets mm-hmm. angry, we like have the same level of anger. Right, right. So we like understand. Like, yeah. I'm not angry just because he's Italian. So obviously, Italians, when they're angry, they're like mobsters and they're mm. scary. <laughs> I'm sure he's heard that his whole time in Japan. Mm. So we kind of get each other on that. Well, I mean, at least you know about my struggles with my job. <laughs> the um, old man. Yes, yeah, I work with an old man. He's in his like late 60s. He was supposed to, you know, uh, what, what do you call it? I think they die. Yeah. <laughs> Not die. That's what I thought you were going to No, what? Y'all are terrible. I would not. Oops, oops. Although there was times where I was mad where I said, I hope you just die. <laughs> but that was when I was mad at the moment. Um, right. I don't want to be... The heat of passion. Want, yeah, mm-hmm. the heat of passion. I didn't say it to him, but I wanted to. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he was supposed to retire, um, but he came back before I came into the job in the company two years ago to do this project that's three years. But I came mm-hmm. in a, a year later because some girl left. Mm-hmm. And... He was just really annoying to her, I found out. And he was one of the reasons why she quit. She Ooh. used to cry a lot because oh. of him. And it wasn't like he was trying to be mean. It was just like him like saying these comments, thinking he's right in English. And she's like, no, this is it. It's like, no, no, you're wrong. And she would like cry, like thinking mm. like, oh, my English is like, not Is she good. Japanese? No. Oh, what? wow. She's this white American girl oh, wow. who's just very, very sensitive. Right, And right, then she right. also had issues with her boyfriend who was stalking her. Oh, oh Yeah, wow. so that was another story. But uh-huh. it's like when I came in and then started working, like he was annoying me by saying stuff like um, rock, paper, scissors, shoot is called Rochambeau or something like that. I'm like, no, it's not. And he's mm-hmm. like, no, it was on this TV show and... That's what they called it. It's like, no, I mean, the TV show, maybe in another era they say that, but it's not everyone in America say that. They don't say that. Mm -hmm. So, like, those little things would just get on my nerves, and that was, like, the first year. (laughs) But then at some point, it just kept escalating because we were arguing about, like, the program that we're supposed to make because I'm making a kid's um, English videos, and it's just, like, going back and forth. Mm -hmm. So at some point, he started being a little bit timid with me. Mm Mm-hmm. But being an asshole to my coworker who's Japanese. Oh, so he started taking it out on other people. I, I guess. Um, so when I would hear his tone with her, I was like, why are you talking to her like that? Can you chill? Like, I would basically defend these, the, the Japanese girls because they're not doing anything. They're just being very Japanese yeah. in that sense. Right. And, like, when a new girl came and she was trying to ask for help and he was talking, like, 
like really mad at her for no reason. She was just asking for help. I'm like, stop that. And yeah. I just got loud at him. And then he's like, this is none of your business. I'm like, bruh. <laughs> the New Yorker came out. My guy. My guy. My guy. So it was just like my situa- my my experience with like men in the workplace, like old men in the workplace is mm-hmm. not really positive. No. It's mm-hmm. really fucking annoying. Especially with the two old men. Because it's not just him. It's another old man. And like the new girl that came, mm-hmm. she wasn't even there for a year. And then she really got transferred to Tokyo. Did she mm-hmm. want to be transferred? She or? wanted oh. to be transferred. Mm-hmm. But like I heard that means like demotion in a sense. Because it's like, even though it's lateral right. move, it's like, oh, kind of. Oh, they didn't mm-hmm. want you there, so they kicked you out? Kind, kind of. I but see. she wanted to leave. Oh, that's so. so oh, that's so com. Oh, that's yeah. like shady and complicated. So <laughs> like, shady and complicated. That o- other old man has like made four people quit in a matter of a year and a half. Jeez, he's like a serial murderer of employees. Exactly, <laughs> employees. and they still don't fire him. Yeah. So it's like if you're a man, you've been there for mm-hmm. over ten years. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna let you go. That's true. In Japan, they don't. They don't fire. I mean, they don't fire people. Period. I've had um, incidents at places where people weren't doing their jobs, and they still wouldn't fire them. And of course, they were dudes. But most of the time, they're dudes. I don't know if it was because they were a dude they weren't fired, or they just in general don't fire people. But I was just like, if this if right. this was America, yeah. right. you would have been gone like months ago because you suck at your job. Mm-hmm. Huh. All right, so how about dating in Japan? Like, dealing with men. Do you do Tinder? Or did you? Yeah, I did. Um, d- dating in Japan, I feel like, especially as a foreign woman, uh, Japanese men tend to have this image that Western women are more promiscuous than Japanese women. So they automatically assume that you will sleep with them. And um, if not, they get really upset. Like, more upset than Western men, I feel like. they Really? Would, yeah. Like, they'd get pretty upset. At least from my experience, um, they wow. would get, like... Like, oh, my gosh. Like, yeah, like, uh, a lot of the dates that I've been on, like, they would take me out on, like, real lavish dates. Like, mm-hmm. um, I remember this one man, he was, like, he was actually half Chinese, but he was born and raised in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, he had, like, a nice car, and, like, he took me out for a drive, and we went out to this really, really expensive restaurant, and we went to go see some stuff, like, in Osaka and stuff. And I'm like, all right, cool. Well, I got to go home. <laughs> Bye. You know, and he was like, what are you talking about? I'm like, what are you talking about? You know? <laughs> I remember he just got so upset and he didn't call me back. He didn't message me back. Nothing. And I was just he like, ghost you after that. Yeah. And I was like, what the heck, dude? So Fine. I got a free meal then, I guess. Thank you. I like your innocent response. What do you mean? <laughs> Whatever are you talking I'm about? I'm tired, though. Yeah, I want to go to bed. <laughs> Take me home, please. But yeah, um, I feel like... The, so that's their kind of image. So mm-hmm. I think you have to be really careful because a lot of Japanese men will kind of take advantage especially of naive foreign women who come here and try and date and like and finding a boyfriend mm-hmm. men are men it doesn't matter where you go and you know I think I say men are trash <laughs> <laughs> 
like they are literally all the same. It doesn't matter. And like Japanese men will like you know they'll treat you real nice and do this this that and they will dump you like literally like like every other man like every other man they will do the same thing seriously. Oh, that's so <laughs> and they'll, like, they'll yeah. use you though, and then they they brag about it to their friends, you know. Oh, right? Like, oh, yeah. Definitely. I I did something something with a foreigner, you know. It's just like bragging rights. Mm-hmm. So with my ex that I dated for like five months, um, we were cool like the first three months, and then stuff got weird where it's like he was trying to teach me about a lot of Japanese culture things, like even unspoken rules, and I'm like, I don't need to. Do that. I'm, I'm not Japanese. studying. Yeah. He's like, he was telling me, he's like, you need to say, like, I'm going to take get the bathroom or use the bathroom at the konbini. Like, I have to say it out loud. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't see Japanese people do that. Like, I've never heard that in all my years right. of being was, in Japan. It was so weird to me. And it was just like, uh, I did something that he didn't like. Um, and then he just stopped talking. Like, he stopped texting. And um, after a week or so, he's That's like, mad we need to, "Yeah, we need to talk." And then he like told me we're breaking up because he didn't think that I was Japanese, Japanese enough? enough. He didn't say that, but this was but he didn't kind of implied it. He was like focusing more on like I need to find your true mate or something like that. It's like I don't I don't know. And it was also all in Japanese, and I couldn't understand everything. It was really hard because he didn't speak much English. He mm-hmm. only did it in public and trains mm-hmm. to like I guess show impress off. people yeah but other than him like I dated or I went on dates with a couple of Japanese guys and they were very polite and they weren't really expecting anything it was only when I was like at clubs or nightclubs where they're like let's go to a hotel mm-hmm. I'm like no <laughs> that's right. not that kind of party bro yeah. <laughs> that's about it yeah huh. so, I know at least you don't date here because you've been married since you've been here oh yeah so yeah. then my question to you is, like, what about, like, traditional roles in the house? In the house. Oh, we, we squashed that very early on. Um, one of our first uh, interactions when I came to Japan, I was living with his mother. I didn't have a job at the time, so, of course, I was helping with, like, housework and stuff. But then he was like, yeah, you got to get up early to make my lunch. And I looked at him, and I was like, son, how old are you? You can oh make your gosh. own lunch. If you really want a lunch, you can make your own lunch. Yeah. And he took that hard. Like, when I told him that, he was, like, honestly shook. He was like, I can't believe she's well, not. Well, because that's what they're, like, ingrained. Yeah. He's expecting thinking. it. And then he also worried about what his coworkers would say when he didn't bring his lunch that yeah. his wife made for him. Mm-hmm. He's like, my coworkers are going to laugh at me because my wife didn't make me a bento. And I'm eating the, like, food that work provides. And I'm like... Hey, that food's probably good because it's hospital food, so it's right? probably got lots of like vitamins yeah. and minerals and shit. <laughs> so you shouldn't be ashamed about eating that good shit. Yeah. But yeah, like I couldn't believe that he was worried about what other people would think of our marriage mm. if his wife wasn't doing these wifely things. Right. So after we squashed that, right, I was like, I'm not. I made like one bento and it had sandwiches in it, and he was like, Nah. Okay. And I was like, you get you get why this isn't happening. Right. And so we stopped doing that. And then when we moved here to Osaka City, we were living by ourselves. Then it became an issue of house chores, right? Mm. You're supposed to do them though, right? And I was like, but you're a grown ass man. Mm. And you, you don't have any disabilities. It's not, nothing's preventing you from right. cleaning. And he was like, but I don't know how. And I was like, well, now we learn. Right? Like, he gave me excuses after excuses. Too late to learn. Wow. He was like, but I've never done it before because my grandma always did it for me. And I was like, that's really sweet. 
but you're a grown-ass man, and now we do it for ourselves. Right. So after about three or four years of me reminding him, here we are in 2018. Okay, now it's eight years later. Oh, wow. And two weeks ago, for the first time in my life, he cleaned the whole kitchen and oh, living room before with, I woke up. With, like, actual soap Like, he cleaned, stuff. he wiped down everything. Not he just vacuumed. Water. Wow. He... he it smelled clean. It was smelling clean. And I was like, oh my God. It takes eight years. Someone wow. stole my husband and replaced him with somebody else. I was honestly scared for a second. I thought something had happened. Someone had come in and cleaned the house. Oh my God. But he, he, he's learned. Yeah. It's okay. taken a while. I mean, but the Japanese, man can learn. It takes a long time, mm-hmm. right? The man can Eight learn. Years. <laughs> takes a decade oh that's crazy oh my god <laughs> but i'm so glad that he did learn now i, I feel i'm at, i'm like so happy now yeah i trust him because he can clean <laughs> oh god you've done your job oh uh, congratulations <laughs> just in case you guys are ever wondering what's going to be like if you marry a japanese dude if yeah. he needs to squash that early if, before yeah. you even get married yes. like, what yeah. is it that you expect in a marriage you have that yes, conversation absolutely Put yeah. it all on the table. Because if you get married and then he expects this, but you expect that because your culture is different, like... It's not. You're going to have problems. Oh, yeah. So many arguments. So it's like um, in Japan, many women are supposed to be doing a lot of house chores or they're just supposed to be in the house, right? Yeah. Like, even if they work, though, because his sister works, right? Okay. And she was married. She's not anymore because he was not doing his... He wasn't being a parent, really. He wasn't helping it around the house. They got two kids, right? Two small kids. She was working full-time, not part-time. She was full-time. She likes her job. Mm-hmm. So she wanted to keep it. Mm-hmm. Working full-time, taking care of the kids, taking them to karate, taking them to swimming school, taking them to ballet class, all by herself. Wow. And he would just, like, come home and, like, what's for dinner? Mm-hmm. All right, where's my bath? All right, I'm going to bed. And his excuse was, well, my dad did that. And she was like... Oh, this is a new generation, (laughs) another generation, change it, like, we're both working, I can understand if she wasn't working outside of the house. She worked full-time, so it's not even... So she was basically working two full-time jobs. Right. Yes, yes, and they're not together anymore, because she was like, this, yeah, like, why would I work two jobs Mm -hmm. and have to take care of another child when I could just take care of my actual children and like live my life. Right. So she's living her life to the fullest. She got a boyfriend. They're like, she's like, goes out. She goes on dates. I'm so happy for her. Living her best life. Right. Because it's toxic. Some of these men are toxic. Well, it's like, this is what they are ingrained again with all this Mm -hmm. stuff. It's like, we're, it's another generation, y'all. Learn something new. Catch up. Catch Please up. catch up. <laughs> Stop taking a decade to learn stuff. Yeah. Anyway, next thing. <laughs> this is like, it's mostly ranting. It is. Oh, but right. it's like, this is our experience. Yeah. This is what yeah. we have to share. So Be I, ready. I'm, I like this next one. Products in Japan. For women? For women. Oh, I mean, he's... just in general in Japan. Like, in America, when right. things are gendered, yeah. mm-hmm. there's an uproar. Yes. Yeah. But in Japan, it's they, super they normal. It. They love it. Mm-hmm. They love it. They love it. If you're a chick, you love Hello Kitty and you love all the cute characters. You love pink. You love yeah. pink. All shades of pink. Yep. And surprisingly, I actually don't mind here. But for some reason, back in the States, I do. Is it, does it come off a little bit like... Pretentious? Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know what it is. In Japan, it's like... Oh, it's cute. Yeah, it's cute. And it's like... Oh, I well, think maybe you know. because it's not sexualized in Japan. Like in the States, some gendered products can come off kind of... 
No, I no? I think it's a little different. I don't know. They're just because like the way they view gender in America and Japan is still slightly different. Mm-hmm. I think I don't know what it is either. I don't know what it is, but yeah, there's something about. I don't know, like, you know, like... I feel Japan. like it's really sexualized, the states. When they say stuff is for women, it comes off as, like... Well, the reason why I'm saying no is because I remember when Bic, the yeah, pen, that's had like, something... That's oh, what I was thinking yeah. of. Pens for women, pens and, like, yeah. that wasn't really sexual, but No, but I'm thinking of stuff like shavers, like, leg razors. Like, uh, they're razors. They're razors for men and women, because, obviously, we need different razors, mm-hmm. I guess. We do. We, no, we don't. No, I think what it is is, like, when they do things that are for men, it's like, for men! Uh, but like in Japan, maybe. men aren't viewed like hyper masculine. Not hyper masculine. Yeah, so maybe true. that's, that's why it doesn't come off so yeah. bad. That's true. They're both like very soft rep- representations mm-hmm. of both genders. Right. Kind of like late. Yeah. Right. Not so. Not so. I almost feel like here it's for men. Like they, because men use a lot of feminine pro or feminine products. Right. 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 But they in, in Japan it's more of like. Uh, for men, you know, <laughs> whereas like in America, you know, it's like for, for women. <laughs> oh, it's like oh, I see. It's yeah. like, okay. like the product is first for women, and then here's another version. Yeah, for, for men. men. Oh, but okay. like then in like America, okay. and like face lotion. Okay. And, you know what I mean? Like That's I don't true. know what it is, but still, like America, it's like hyper. Like I said, it is. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. really is. I'm a man. It's like polar opposite. <laughs> <laughs> but I also feel like women's products in Japan don't focus on like physical things about being women it's like oh it's cute so it's for women where in america it's like oh it's like boobies and things like i don't know yeah no i no, i can see what you're saying yeah it's like it's not sex necessarily that they're trying to sell but it's like in japan it's just more like it's for women because it's cute not because it's well i i did learn something about like the term kawaii and it's Mm -hmm. supposed to be like this relaxing like calming thing and I guess the idea in Japan is women are calming, relaxing things. You know? <laughs> creatures. Kawaii. <laughs> yeah, creatures. These things These that creatures relax creatures that relax you. You know? And, like, just that image of kawaii. Okay, you know, and, interesting. And cute, just cute things. There's something about it. It's feminine. It's cute. Mm. And it relaxes you. But, yeah, it's not like in, in, in America where it's just like, oh, it's pink, so it's for women. You know? Right. Because like, it's pink. Right. Although, I did have issues when I was working at kindergartens and, like, the teacher's like, oh, the boys can't have this because that's for girls. That, yeah. That annoyed me. Does it happen a lot in Japan? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, it like, does. Like, oh, you like pink? That's weird. But it's weird because, like, when they grow up in Japan, especially, like, older guys have pink stuff. Like, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Mm, but when they're yeah. little kids, they really try to yeah. ingrain that in them. Yeah. And America is actually doing better with that with children, I think. Especially, mm-hmm. like, Disney offering... They got rid of their gendered categories for their Halloween costumes. Okay. Because before it was, like, boys can be Jedis and girls can be yeah. Disney princesses. But now it's just, like, kids... Oh, that's good. So, yeah, and that since Japan is still a little bit behind, especially Mm -hmm. when it comes to how they teach young people gender roles, because a lot of girls will be like, oh, I don't want to do that because it makes me look too masculine, or I don't want to do this one sport because, you know, girls that do that sport are really masculine and guys don't want to date them. Kind of, like, really, ooh, antiquated ideas about... Mm -hmm. Yucky. So then, what are some things you notice in the media about women portrayed in Japan? 
That's so exhausting. It is too much to talk <laughs> about. Too much. It could be another episode. <laughs> we Seriously. Could. We could okay, do Okay, well, we'll just maybe like say one thing and then maybe another episode we could talk about in depth. Women, Women on TV. On TV. Are always thin and they always wear heels and dresses or skirts. They very, very rarely ever wear suits, like pantsuits. Even if it's a news program, mm-hmm. the women are in skirts. Mm-hmm. And If they do have, like, a drama with a girl wearing pantsuits, they always make her out to be, like, some really super strong woman that mm-hmm. can't, they can't deal with. <laughs> yeah. She, she crushes all these guys' balls all yeah. the time, and no one wants to date her because she's so independent. And they would, like, give that girl, like, short hair or something. Right. They make it sounding strong, independent yeah. woman like it's a bad thing. They yeah. sell it like it's a... Oh, you're going to be so lonely because no one wants to date mm-hmm. a strong, independent woman. <laughs> yeah. Like, they really do do that. And, like, I started watching dramas again, and I noticed all the little things. And, mm-hmm. like, y'all are boring. <laughs> like, can y'all change it up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I actually stopped watching a lot of Japanese TV because of how frustrating it is to watch, especially variety TV. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. They just constantly just make fun of women if they don't meet their standards of mm-hmm. what a feminine woman should be like right. oh look at those legs and oh like you're too big and oh you're mm-hmm. ugly ugly oh, ugly like yeah. they will like very openly bully women on TV yes. Yeah. There is this one comedian, I think I've mentioned it before on this podcast, but she had, like, snaggle tooth, Mm -hmm. and, like, they always teased her. I mean, it was a part of her gag as well, so it was, like, kind of, like, maybe she's okay, but then at one point, there was a special where she fixed it, Mm -hmm. and they were making fun of her again, like, why'd you change it? Like, this and that, because, like, that was a part of her whole look, Mm -hmm. but... I think you could tell it. She's down. She's like, I don't want to be made fun of right. my snaggletooth anymore. Yeah. I feel that happens a lot with um, larger women in Japan. Yeah. If they're on TV, they're usually made fun of. Mm. And I think Naomi Watanabe is changing that a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I mean, she a has lot, a new like, clothing like. line mm-hmm. and everything, yeah? Yeah, but she's still, like, usually when she's on a TV show, she's still the, like, punchline. It's Definitely. like, oh, she's yeah. funny because she's big. She's bad, yeah. It's not like, oh, she's funny because she makes these funny jokes she's or she's so a... hella fucking cute. Mm-hmm. Right. They, <gasps> it's just like, oh, look at her do this Beyonce dance. Oh, she's so big. Everything jiggles. Ha, 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 ha. And it's like... I like the, the different reactions with the um, Naomi in Japan and America because she's kind of growing in America yeah, as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everyone in America is like, oh, wow, she's so cute. And wow, yeah. she dances really good. Like, right. that's the image. But in Japan, it's like, oh, man, she's so funny because she's fat and she jiggles a lot when she dances. Like, that's like the image mm-hmm. here. So it's it's, really it's telling. Weird. It's yeah. telling. It's very telling. The, the cultural mindset when they see the same woman is quite different. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Okay, so then the next question is, what does being feminine mean to you? <laughs> Silence. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> no words. Let's, can we start with the, 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 okay. I, the quotes on oh, yeah. femininity that I found okay. on this article? Because honestly, when they say what's feminine to me, I feel like it's just, just two halves of the same pie, right? right? Like you can have, you can possess both masculine Sure. traits and feminine traits yeah. so i mean that's what it means so, to you right yeah but i'm like i don't know i feel like my my definition was incomplete but i did like some of the definitions okay so in the which article one did you, you like um 
to me, I feel femininity is not a category, but a spectrum. Femininity is not something you can definitively claim you are or are not, nor can you subscribe certain qualities as being solely feminine or masculine, which came from a woman, Laura, from that article that you linked. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's a really important thing to note, right? Because some people feel like if you're feminine, that's a woman's thing and you can't be a man with feminine traits, but it's... You can you can do both, and you should do both. It's right. fulfilling for you as a human to take parts in both of these psyches because they are in you, and to ignore one is you know it's just not good. Mm. I guess, I guess. Yeah, I don't know because I feel like femininity and masculinity changes with time mm-hmm. and over time. You know, back in the day, it was it was masculine to wear heels. You know, true, but true. nowadays it's feminine to wear heels. So. I don't know. I think I I, I don't really have, I don't think I have like a a set idea of what femininity is. I think if I just feel feminine, I feel feminine. Like, just tap mm, into it and like, this is what it is. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think I have like a, oh yeah, this is, this is what it's like to be feminine. Mm -hmm. I feel you. I think like for me, my image of femininity and masculinity has definitely changed since I was a kid. Mm -hmm. I was very like tomboyish, what they called it back in the day. I don't think they call it that now. Mm -hmm. Maybe some Mm -hmm. people my age or up would say that, but, um, I would just do what my brother did. I grew up with my brother. Mm -hmm. So what he did, I kind of liked. And then, Around high school and college, I changed that bit because I was like, I don't want to be my brother now. I have my own identity. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a woman, and I don't have the same parts as my brothers, like my image then. And it's like, okay, I try to be like what I see on media a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I kind of didn't like my look because I'm really dark, but I mm-hmm. still liked my skin color. Mm-hmm. But I never really thought I could be as pretty or people think I'm pretty because I'm this dark. So it's like, I like how I look. Some people like it, but I can never be like a model or an actor because I won't be seen as pretty in their eyes. Mm-hmm. And then like coming to Japan, I see things that were like super feminine in my eyes in an American sense. Mm-hmm. But then like I've been here for seven years now. And it's just like, again, my whole view has still changed. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of uh, quite a few feminine feminine men. Mm-hmm. Uh, some are gay, some are straight, mm-hmm. and just to see them tap in both their masculinity and their femininity, I'm just like, I like that, and I actually am attracted to guys that tap into their femininity and their masculinity at the same time. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they have like different points in their in their day where they might be a little bit more feminine and like mm-hmm. be a little more masculine, and like that to me is very attractive. Mm-hmm. So, like, that quote, which is also one of my favorites in that article, mm-hmm. I like that it's a spectrum because it's not just, it's not polar opposites. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. You have to tap into both and to yeah. be healthy mm-hmm. as yeah. a human, I feel. Yeah, because I feel like when people say, oh, women are, like, soft and they're vulnerable, I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, but men can be soft right. and vulnerable, too. So does that mean they're tapping into something that's feminine? Or is it just a thing that exists like yeah. it doesn't have to be feminine. Yeah, Vulnerability right. doesn't have to be limited to only a feminine thing. No. It can be a thing for men too. It can be a masculine thing. Also, if men don't cry, you keep that in too much. That makes you sick. I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will say that though. When I came to Japan, right, 
like you, like you say, you know, like when I was in the U.S., I had my own identity, especially even as a kid. I wore pants and dresses like with equal like intensity. Like right. when it was dress day, I was like, oh, shit, it's dress day, mm-hmm. y'all. I'm going to wear my, my patent leather shoes. And then when it was like pants day, I was I'm going to look like a Leah. I'm going to have my baggy tees. Okay. And my, like, I was into both. But when I came to Japan, I felt like I wasn't feminine enough. When I first got here, oh, I tried so hard. Mm-hmm. I, had, I went to the frilliest clothing store I could find. I was like, okay, I need to wear this shirt that has like the frills. And, oh, that's cute. Okay, women wear this, right? And I tried so hard for like at least a year. I bought all these clothes and I was like, I'm going to dress like these cute Japanese women. They're mm-hmm. so cute and feminine. People love them because they're so cute, right? And then it, like one day I saw myself in the mirror wearing these clothes and I was like, this isn't me. Like, I don't feel comfortable. I don't like how I look personally, mm-hmm. even though other people were like, oh, it's so cute. The bow is so cute. This is so cute. Mm-hmm. I was like, this kind of thing, I don't just yeah, know. And I hate bows. Yeah. Bows. Oh, I hate them so much. Oh, when the I only see, bow ooh. I like is if I do it in my hair. Like, mm-hmm. I make my hair look like a bow, mm-hmm. but any other bows, I don't like. Mm-hmm. When I see it on women's clothes here, I'm just like, could you not? Especially <laughs> on the shoes. The flats. There was oh, one time yeah. I was looking for flats, and they all had bows. <laughs> I don't want bows, so put no bow on my, my flats, please. Right. Like, I like flowers. Why not put a flower there sometimes? Why does it always have to be a bow? Right. It's, just, it's always a bow. It's always a bow. But that, that reminds me, because, like, in New York City especially, a lot of women mm-hmm. are seem to be they like people not in new york feel like women in new york city are really hard like mm-hmm. they are not feminine but they are in their own way right so it's just right. like me coming to japan i also didn't feel feminine enough i didn't try i didn't go in those lengths to try mm-hmm. to be feminine um in that way like japanese way but um i still don't feel like i'm that kind yeah no yeah like i gave up i'm just like i'm just care. i'm me now and if you if it's too much for you that's fine you can right. go somewhere and be by yourself right <laughs> like i don't try to like make people comfortable right? Mm-hmm. right because in japan you know a lot of people go out of their way to be like oh you yeah. shouldn't do this because people won't like yeah. it or they they won't want to sit near you if you dress this way i'm like i don't care yeah <laughs> so how about for you like you know you've lived both in the states and here for a long periods of time yeah well i did have a period um in my life where I dressed as a boy, um, but that was more to do with my sexuality um, because I also like women. So mm-hmm. um, at that age, you know, being attracted to women, I knew as a girl that that was abnormal. So I figured if I dressed more masculine, that that would make it somewhat okay. Mm. So I dressed more like a boy and I've always been pretty tomboyish I've you know hated the color pink I hated high heels and this that and the other I wanted to always go skate you know skateboarding Mm -hmm. and you know mountain biking and surfing and all that kind of stuff and so I feel like coming to Japan I did like like Elise said like I felt I felt so not feminine I felt attacked man got off the plane like (laughs) yes I can't, you know, and, it, you know, and especially because, I mean, I'm, I'm darker than everyone here, even though I'm considered light skin, but, like, I'm dark, you know, mm-hmm. to everyone here. Mm-hmm. You know, I came off the plane, you know, I had a nice fresh tan going on, and my hair was a, a wild, wild mess, and I had sneakers on, and, and, yeah, I came off the plane, and everyone's, like, you know, skirts, and hairs all did, and curl, <coughs> and, <Joking. laughs> you know, all this kind of stuff, and I'm like, 
Yeah, even in the, the airport, everybody looks good. Yes. I'm just like, you just, no, I just as soon as I hopped on the plane, actually, you know, like mm-hmm. just seeing everyone else, and I was just start, I was already starting to feel like really like insecure, like, <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah, so I feel like I, I also tried my hardest to try and be more feminine, but like slowly but surely, I was like, mm. Yeah. I did have a student once who was in her 50s at the time tell me, like, you should wear makeup. It will make you look pretty. It's like, but I like how I look on. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, but yeah, you should. And she, she, she just, just wouldn't get it? No, she didn't get it after, like, the third time. And then she's like, okay. And, like, can we go on with the lesson? <laughs> <laughs> back, to the, back to the lesson at hand. Okay, so we're going to end that there. But um, there was a really good conversation about being women in, being a woman in Japan. <laughs> Um, but with the the International Women's Day, there the what should we call it? The theme is Press for Progress, mm-hmm. and there's actions um, on the site. And I thought it was interesting. They have um, five actions. One is maintain a gender parity mindset, challenge stereotypes and bias, forge positive visibility of women, influence others' beliefs or actions, and celebrate women's achievements. So I want you to choose which one you would do, and like for, the year. for the year, for the year. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll start. I think I want to celebrate more women's achievements, and they, they have descriptions on the site once you click it to see what you can do on like how to do this action. So mm-hmm. I want to celebrate more women's achievements. I think I want to try and influence others' beliefs and actions. Okay. And Elise? I'm going to keep challenging those stereotypes and biases. I can see you doing that. Mm-hmm. I, I do think that you, already. Yeah, you do that more already. Every time people come to my English classes, they're like, she's my teacher. And I'm like, come get learned. <laughs> you come get some education. Right? <laughs> come get some education. Okay, good. Thanks. And now let's do our focus of our guest, Carla. Like, why is she here? Why do we have her on here talking about being a woman in Japan? Because she's a woman. Um, But, yeah, we wanted to add Carla on the show. Actually, we wanted her on the last show, but, you know, scheduling issues. Because she is mixed. Hafu, like she kept saying last episode, Hafu. You are Japanese and black American? Yes. Okay, so just tell me more about your background and ethnicity then. Um, So my father's side, my father is African American, and um, I do know, obviously I consider myself half black, even though technically I do have some white get out right now (laughs) i do not want (laughs) but it's like so far back and i do know that it does it's on my grandmother's side and something something wrong happened of course um (laughs) and that's basically why that is but um and then my mom is japanese but she is like i don't know if you ever saw I seen her on I Facebook. Saw Pixar, right? She's mm-hmm. not like the most Japanese-looking Japanese person. Is she Korean too? I, I'm pretty sure she's not full. Of J- I'm, <laughs> I'm. I'm pretty sure. <gasps> Keep that on this channel, guys. Don't go around talking about Seriously, it. Seriously, like, and I want her to take a DNA test so bad. But yeah, but yeah, she was like. I feel born like a lot of Japanese aren't pure, whatever mm-hmm. that is. Japanese. Yeah, and mm-hmm. they find out that they're like what they hate. Korean. Oh my god. <laughs> Okay, so mom's Japanese or something else, mm-hmm. and dad is black. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> so is he just black American or is there other... He's just black just American. Just black American, yep. okay. So then where were you born and raised? So I was born in Chicago, mm-hmm. um, but I was only ver- there for three weeks. Oh. So yeah, my dad was in the <laughs> Navy. Okay. So yeah, born in Chicago. So three weeks after I was born, we went straight to Seattle. Mm-hmm. We were there for a while because that's where my brother was born. Wait, no, did I say Seattle? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then from Seattle, where'd we go? We went to Japan. We went to Zama, mm-hmm. right? And then we moved to a couple bases. Then after Japan, I went to Hawaii. I moved out of Hawaii when I was 10, so I went to Jacksonville, Florida. Then I moved out of Florida when I was 12. We went to Virginia. Okay. Yeah, Fredericksburg, Virginia. Ooh. I left after I was 15, and I came here. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then eight years later, I went to Texas. <laughs> okay, so you stayed in Japan for eight years. For your teenage years. For your teen years. years. Um, yeah, I think like, yeah, towards my later teenage okay, years, I okay. did, yeah. And then I just came back recently. Did you go to ago. high school in Japan? Mm-mm. No. Oh, no. So what were you doing? I was homeschooled. Okay. So I did go to like other like after school activities just because I was homeschooled. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, I did not get to experience high so, school. So uh, whose decision was that? Was that what you wanted or your mom? No. I wanted to go to school. Okay. But because I did come to Japan suddenly when I was 15, um, I couldn't enroll into a school um and obviously international schools are way too expensive and Mm -hmm. we were tight on money so the cheapest way to go was homeschool i see i guess yeah i guess you have to learn all that kanji and crap before you can go to high school it's like you have to have a certain level of japanese you have to take the exam the entrance exam which there was no possible way I could have done that at all at that time. So the eight years you were here, were you also learning Japanese still? Yeah, I feel like, well, I feel like like once, because I was I lived in Japan, I was basically forced to right. learn the language, mm-hmm. but I started working a year after I came here, mm-hmm. so when I was 16, so I immediately started working. Oh, wow. Yeah, when I came at here. At 16. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So then, like, you did a lot of moving around, um, but what would you say you you identify as, I guess, as nationality-wise? That's a hard one, just because I feel like I'm one of the more privileged Hafus, mm-hmm. because I feel like compared to all my other Hafu friends, they are either born and raised in one country mm-hmm. or the other. Yeah. And I was lucky enough to be born in the States and raised both in the States and in Japan. And for, for you know, a good most, you know, a good part of my life, I was mm-hmm. raised by both parents. So I was raised with their, both of their ideals and both cultures and both language. So I feel like um, I really identify with both compared okay. to, like, say, some others who were only raised in the States or only raised in Japan. Right. Right. Yeah. It's interesting though, because mm-hmm. like I think a lot of people that I've met that are Hafus, they either have just lived here mm-hmm. mainly or in the states, but they come back here. I even met one girl that just started living here, but um, most of the time was like um, in the states or somewhere, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and her her Japanese is like perfect, mm-hmm. but like. She's still like kind of foreign to many people. Mm. Like I don't know. Like even though she didn't culture wise, I guess culture wise, probably mm-hmm. culture wise. Like she can't stand it uh, mm. the way they think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like Tate Mai would be a hard thing to get used to 
if you come from the States and then you come here and it's like, yeah, you can't say that. Mm, no. you, mm-hmm. you have to, I'd be like, mm, no, mm, no, it's a, I'm going to yeah. say it. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, I mean, obviously there are lots of things that I love about Japan and there's some things where I'm just like, oh my God, you know, especially being American, you know? Right. And then there's some things being American that I love and then I'm just like, oh my God, like, right. what are y'all doing? Mm-hmm. I mean, I kind of feel the same way with, with both countries, I right. know there's things that I really dislike, but I'm like, I can deal with. Mm-hmm. And then the same as America. Yeah. What is, like, uh, I guess the most annoying microaggression for you, then, in here? In Japan? I think, I, I, th- I don't even think it's just me. I think it's most hafus, especially who were raised here in Japan, is regardless of the fact that you lived here most of your life, you mm-hmm. speak the language, you are a citizen, no, one's, no one here is going to accept you as um a japanese person Mm. like them i mean like um miss japan you know born and raised here her english is not really there you know right and she only sees herself as japanese but no one is going to accept you as that they're going to always see you as a foreigner so i think that's the biggest like yeah yeah. Yeah. That's kind of how I feel. And, like, I have my other friend that um, went shopping with her, and the clerk um, assumed she only spoke English. Mm-hmm. And when she spoke to her in Japanese, she's like, ah, Nihongo sugoi. And yeah. she's like, ah, oh, half of this. And mm-hmm. like, ah, oh, wakata. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that whole exchange. <laughs> well, it was exactly like that, though. Yeah. It was like, oh, you're, your Japanese is really good. Oh, I'm actually mixed. I'm Japanese. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, okay. Like, she didn't really have a a, a reaction she's like oh, okay that that's why you can speak Japanese right yeah yeah I'd be like oh you know like my friends I was born and raised here oh wow yeah Japanese so good oh like stop clapping <laughs> of course I speak Japanese like duh no one asked for that clap nobody no one nobody asked. not asking for your you know approval like well what do you feel about the word hafu though I actually don't mind I do know that there are quite a I don't personally know anybody who's offended by the term, but I do feel like those actually more raised in America are offended by that term mm-hmm. um, because they they feel like it's like like half, you know, like right. you know. But for me, I see it as I guess because I was like like raised by half half. I'm like, well, that's how I see myself, right? Right. Half black and half Japanese, so mm-hmm. I actually don't mind it, and I kind of like the term just because there isn't a whole lot of us so it's nice to have that term and have other hafus to get together with and we can um we have a lot of things that we can relate to and talk to about Mm. so I actually quite like the term but I do know that it can be a touchy subject for some and you said that there was some hafus you know like where'd you find them was there a community that you yeah yeah um we have um, some communities on Facebook, like Hafu Japanese. We also have, uh, like, um, Hafukai. So we have those in Japan where we would create events um, where other Hafus can meet up in certain cities in Japan. And, yeah, it would just be a big group of half-Japanese people. Um, and most of my half-friends I've actually met through... Um, all of my extracurricular activities that I had, like when I was homeschooled, and they were a lot of like English speaking places, so like theaters and stuff. 
and a lot of the kids there were half Japanese, so I was like, oh, cool, like, let's be friends, and um, that's how I met most of my friends, and I recently met up with one of them, and she was born and raised here, and she's back in the, she's in the States right now, but she comes to visit, and she said the same thing to me, she was like, I came back to Japan, and it's so weird that I'm coming back home, but no one looks at you like, they're not like, welcome you're home, you're Japanese, you know, they're like, <laughs> like oh, oh, Nihongo Joseph, <laughs> <laughs> terrible, that's a terrible feeling, yeah, it is, so, it just, it sucks, but I think you kind of get used to it. Is there ever any discrimination between halfus? Because I hear there's like oh, a yes. hierarchy of the certain halves mm-hmm. are better than mm-hmm. other halves. You oh, yeah. Know. Half-white people um, definitely get seen as more beautiful. Uh, half, I would feel like the most discriminatory. That sigh, that sigh said everything without you saying anything. It was the loudest. In like my expression too. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I showed all on my face. Yeah, no, but surprisingly, the lowest of the low con- that's considered is half Asians. Yeah, that so makes, it makes sense though. At least half Filipinos oh, yeah. and half Koreans and half like, Chinese. Naomi, nobody will ever recognize that she's half. Naomi, the, Naomi. the oh, did I say Naomi? The girl, the, the girl we were talking about before, the dancer, the celebrity, Kanto. Watanabe. Yes. Oh, that's her name, right? Yeah, Watanabe yeah, yeah, Naomi. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Naomi, right? She's half something. She's Taiwanese and Japanese. What? I did not know that. Okay. <laughs> I, yeah, I thought, I you, knew that. I thought, I thought you knew that. No, I thought you knew that. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. I had no idea. No, yeah, I just know that. Yeah, but definitely half white people are up at the top, no doubt. Um, they're seen as uh, still white looking, but with softer features, like you know, with Japanese features. <laughs> oh, I that. they're not as koi. They're not as strong. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. You know? No, it's oh true. God. They're soft and white features, which is the like that. That's the ideal, and that's the hafu right. look that everyone goes for. Is foreign, but not quite. Not too foreign. foreign. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, like wow. you know, dark hair, but like colored eyes. Kind of like that dude we met at the nightclub. He. Who? You remember that dorky Japanese? The one, the short one with the... No, the um, tall guy was that approached us. Okay, you were... Never mind. Was I drunk? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he looks very Japanese to me, but when mm-hmm. he came and approached us, I'm like, he must be. Oh, yeah, the kid. Yes. Oh, no, no, no. I remember. Okay, okay yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, I remember. He, oh, yeah, we... I said he must be American. He is very yeah, American. Yeah, he was super but American. But he looks... Hella Japanese. Oh, yeah. I thought it was an awkward Japanese dude, and I was like, oh, nope. no. Was he no. Japanese-American? He's Japanese-American. Yeah, yeah. But he, like, he was born and raised in America. When he, he talks, he sounds like an American. Right. right. But it's just his face. <laughs> yes. His face. his face is too Japanese, right? <laughs> Threw me off. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, stop. No. Oh, hi. Yeah, yeah, we, got, yeah. we became really, like, good yeah. friends on our walk home. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's true. But, That's so, true. yeah, you have that hierarchy, but, like, the group that you met, was it mainly, um, like, white Japanese? It's mainly, yep. Yeah. I feel like the majority of, well, the majority of Hafus are actually half Asian. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. And a lot of them we don't even know are mixed. A lot of them think that they're Japanese. They don't even know about it. But um, mm-hmm. I think, yeah, under that is half Caucasian, so European, American, Australian. Um, and then I think under that's yeah, like, black i think we're probably dark people half dark people we're probably the smallest because <laughs> in the last episode i was like i don't know that many i just know no. you and alex and then my friend's kids and that's mm-hmm. it 
I feel like we all know each other as well. <laughs> like I'm, small. I'm friends with. I I would say I'm friends with most of the, the half the half like black people in Tokyo. Oh. Like we're all friends on Facebook, and I don't know what kind of drama they got going on because they all know each other and it's right. a small community, and you know they they just something. I going feel like on. I might know all of them because I you probably was searching do. them online oh, and I think no. I found all of them. Yeah, they do. Like, they're all in my friends list. Like. And it's just, yeah, I don't know. But, I mean, it's kind of similar to, like, the black community here, though. A lot right. of, yeah. it's pretty small. So when you, like, meet other black people, like, you don't, do you know so-and-so? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I know so-and-so. I met so-and-so there. Like, like I meet one person, I go on their Facebook, you have 53 people in common. <laughs> right. Like, and they're all black, like, uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, I feel like for us minorities, we're, we're minorities no matter where we go. Right. Like, yeah. We got to, like, stick together, so. Yeah. Okay. That's good, though. Well, we're running out of time, but it was really, really good to talk to you. Yeah. It was really interesting to hear your story. Yeah, like, you. I know we've been friends for a couple, a few years now, but... Yeah, and I've, like, watched your YouTube, like, like nine years ago? Eight years oh, my ago. God. <laughs> Stop. Don't, yeah. Don't say that. A while ago. Don't say ago. that number. <laughs> I remember when I came here, and I remember meeting you in person, I was like, holy shit. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> and we met at pole I dance, right? Yeah, I was like, oh, I know your was face. That, the first, that was the first time we met was at pole dance when you invited them. And I'm like, no, and your face looks so familiar. I'm like, oh, that's right. I watched your apartment tour on YouTube. <laughs> that's the first video I've watched of you. <laughs> that's hilarious. Holy <laughs> damn. Okay, so um, can you please share your social medias that you want to share with everyone? Uh, yeah, so all of my social media, you can just um, type down Carla Capers, C-A-R-L-A-C-A-P-E-R-S. Um, I have an Instagram and a YouTube, and most of them have to do with beauty, like makeup and hair, and and also I'm I'll, I'll I'm gonna start doing more vlogs um, about Japan and life in Japan since I did come back to Japan. So yeah, if you wanna check it out, definitely check it out. She's amazing, by the way. Her makeup, mm. oh my god, flawless. Oh my god, flawless, Thank you. flawless. Thank just you. just follow her Instagram first, and then you follow everything else. <laughs> yes, I swear to you. And like I like the video you did with your wigs. Oh yeah. It made me yeah. want a wig, and I don't want mm. to have a wig, really. It's just really? Like, I want that wig. Well, like... that's good. That's, that's the goal of the video. <laughs> she make them wigs look so good. Oh, thank you. Right. So we'll end that there. Um, there's really no announcements, but um, just make sure to check out the links that we have um, in the show notes. Because mm-hmm. we're going to share the articles that we always get these. Yeah, I'm going to rant about the other article next time. Because okay, I, we'll I have feelings and opinions to get out about okay, that. next time. Then. Yes. <laughs> Yes, go on. Make sure to check our Facebook page, Twitter, our personal Twitter accounts, and please email us at curlyandkansai at gmail.com if you have any other questions that are long form. If you listen uh, via Apple Podcasts or iTunes, please rate us and review with a nice little note because we'll appreciate that. And if you haven't liked, shared, or subscribed yet, please do because we want all the love, <laughs> and then we can share more of our love to you. This sounds like a messy exchange, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want to be a part of it. <laughs> Again, thank you, Carla, for thank joining you. us. Yay! And that's it for today. Bye! Bye. Bye. Just a couple of queens who are